0: STAT Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. This is Cargo Masterminds from STAT Media Group. It's Monday and it's time to catch up with our new Cargo Mastermind. Hello and welcome to Cargo Masterminds. My name is Reggie John. A year ago this time, all of us were getting used to what All of us called then the new normal. It was strange that the coronavirus chose to spread around the world unchecked. People like you and me were forced to leave and work indoors in order to stop ourselves from becoming the carriers of this deadly virus. Soon we saw things that were unimaginable to all of us then. Thousands of planes were getting parked around the world for an indefinite period. Passenger planes flying around, not with passengers, but with only cargo. Passenger cabins or planes did not have passengers, but had full of cargo boxes of essential supplies. Have things changed much since then? Not much. Yes, the world has an effective vaccine, not one, but many. Planes are carrying and delivering COVID vaccines since December last year. The global air freight industry has been facing a very big challenge, but also an opportunity that was even bigger. My guest today is an aviation professional with 17 years of experience. Yes, he has not worked directly with any cargo operations or cargo organizations. In his previous roles, he has been responsible for managing a network of 16 flight simulator training centers and flight schools in the European and Middle East regions. According to him, customers, community, and innovation have always been at the forefront of his priority in all his previous roles. He managed large accounts global digital transformation initiatives and joint ventures as well as built alliances and managed mergers and acquisitions. Sometimes it is good to have an outsider to bring new perspectives and pull organizations and their people out of monotony of thoughts and practices. It's my pleasure to welcome Gert Arts, Director of Cargo and Logistics at Brussels Airport. Gert took charge of the current role on the 8th of March. Gert, welcome to Cargo Masterminds.
1: Thank you very much. Feels great being here. Thank you for the opportunity, being able to speak on uh, Cargo Masterminds.
0: Let's start with, uh, as I said in the introduction, you are an outsider. You never worked with a cargo organization or air cargo industry uh, directly, but uh, someone who has been closely watching what happens in the air freight industry, you joined, uh, Brussels Airport asked the Director of Cargo and Logistics and uh, took to a charge on the 8th of March. Uh, it's been three weeks. Uh, tell us, how does it feel?
1: Well, it feels great. It's a great team to work with, and I am really was happy to be able to start on the 8th of March. I had a very warm welcome by the team, mostly virtually, unfortunately, uh, as I held my meetings in the last two weeks uh, already with quite some context within the community and on our customer base, office, of course. Uh, I even had the pleasure already to meet uh, customers and visit their premises. In fact, inaugurate two of their new premises here at Brucargo West, a new state of the art building that we, that we had developed in the past few years on our first line. And I have also had the opportunity, I was very pleased, and it's good for my aviation passion to welcome back Cathay uh, Pacific with their PAX freighted flights for the vaccine transport to and from Brussels Airport. Uh, on a 777. These first two weeks were already full of meetings with the community, in particular Air Cargo Belgium, which uh, is obviously an important uh, and our important community platform here uh, at Bruce Cargo Zone. So uh, very eager, very pleased to be part of that family and very much looking forward to that collaboration.
0: You know, Gert, uh, perhaps it's a good idea to uh, to hear from you about your, your professional experience of 17 years uh, even though I did make a mention about uh, what you did, uh, perhaps too, it's it's good for the uh, for the viewers as well as the the listeners to uh, hear it from you. Uh, what has been your experience in the aviation industry, and the reasons why you chose uh, the current road?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I've worked almost my whole career in aviation uh, through my passion from from the beginning. Uh, Seventy years at CE Incorporated, uh, headquartered in Montreal. Um, Canadian company with a global as a global leader in simulation aviation training as well as technology. And in the last seven years, I had there the role of regional operations director for the Europe, Middle East, and Africa region. Uh, in that role, I was mostly leading an international and cross-functional team in the commercial aviation training uh, segments of the company. And as you mentioned, that uh, was uh, 16 training centers in totals between simulator training centers and also real flying and flight operation locations. So since I started on the 8th of March here at Brussels Airport, I was very, very eager and ambitious to work with that community, those clients and partners. And um, I think it's through my passion for aviation that, uh, and, and working for the cargo environment that really appealed to me. The similarities that i had in my previous role really are that it's as well as much working in a complex environment with many stakeholders focus on client and cooperation to get things done and grow together very much focused on a growth strategy add to that from the recent year of course and the new normal societal role cargo has proved to have in the pandemic the transport of medical supplies and vaccines and it really was then a challenge that immediately uh, appealed to me and uh, it makes it very worthwhile to step into, uh, into this uh, industry. So throughout the years, and also in my various roles in my previous companies, as you said earlier, introduced me kindly, customers, community, and innovation has always been at the forefront. And having managed those large accounts, customers, but also suppliers, ha- have been leading a few global digital transformation initiatives, as well as uh, managing mergers and acquisitions. I really want to take that expertise, that experience, and that insight into this exciting business as Cargo is, and probably, as you said, bring a, a bit of an added value there on, on fresh perspectives.
0: Tell us about uh, what has been the brief to you from the airport as they placed this responsibility on you, what has yeah. been the mandate when you took up this charge as the head of Cargo and logistics side to one of the key European airports, um, so you you directly compete with your neighbors in, uh, in Liege and then Schiphol, then you have Frankfurt and uh, Heathrow, Paris. Uh, so what has been uh, the mandate to you?
1: Well, it's in fact, very clear. Cargo and logistics is really a cornerstone of the strategy and development of Brussels airports. So, and that's all to build back better after, uh, after the pandemic that we're now experiencing. So in my role as Director of Cargo and Logistics, I have the mandate and the responsibility, and I'll take the accountability to continue the journey with the Brew Cargo community as a top priority. Uh, that's where our strength is. And together, we will grow and further develop our strategic so- choice of specialization, our presence, and our capacity in that. We'll further drive our sustainability goals. And, in, and I will be on the forefront of that, ensuring that as the first fully digital cargo airport. We remain at the forefront of that innovation. That's really the four main uh, priorities and mandates that I see in front of me.
0: Okay, another interesting question that I would like to ask is: to uh, You actually coming in to fit into the position uh, left by Stephen Paulman's, and uh, Stephen has been a very popular uh, face and a person within the global air freight industry, and uh, quite a recognizable face in every every event that we participate uh, and. Uh, popular representative of Brussels Airport uh, Cargo. Um, do you think about it at all?
1: Absolutely, and uh, and I know, and I, I have seen that Stephen has done a remarkable job. Uh, what he has built up in the last 10 years is, is truly fantastic and has been really a, a change for, for Brussels Airport, but also for the industry as a whole. Um, he's well-respected in that sense, I know in the cargo community, and I really look forward to continue working with him also, as our partner here uh, in, in Brussels with Nalian. Even with this change and me as a new director, however, the main focus of Brussels Airtime, uh, Airport in terms of cargo remains the same working with the community, further grow and develop our specializations and drive innovation. I will not be a carbon copy of Stephen. He has his experience and expertise and his reputation. I've built on my own experti- experience and background and hope to bring a, a different perspective to this. Different, not the same, but certainly with the same ambitions uh, and the same ambition level. uh, I'm very committed to that, very eager to continue that great work that he has done, take it to another level, to the next level, and obviously be part of your community. And hopefully people will soon recognize me in that role
0: as well. Passenger traffic has been on a continuous decline and cargo traffic is on the rise. And for the month of February, 2021, uh, for Brussels Airport, the increase has been 21% as uh, as against the same period or same month last year. Uh, tell us about some of your initial observations about um, cargo operations at Brussels Airport.
1: Yes, uh, it's, it's definitely a strong observation. That last year has been a very strong, uh, strong year for the cargo business here in, in Brussels Airport. And also this year, after a very positive start, air cargo will continue to grow. Uh, with a further significant increase in volumes carried. We're now up 21% compared to February last year, even despite the sharp decline in in the belly cargo that we see uh, of the passenger aircraft. A lot is driven by the growth in our full cargo segment, and that's the result of the arrival of new airlines uh, in the course of 2020. Combine that with flights that moved to Brussels airport in February due to congestion at nearby cargo airports also scheduled cargo airlines such as Ethiopian Airlines Qatar Airways and Singapore Airlines long time customers here at our airports saw their volumes increase compared to last year furthermore we saw growth in the uh, in the integrated segment, uh, and that's explained obviously by the routes of DHL Express which they added to their network in 2020 and that's all driven by the by the high demand and the higher demand of e-commerce globally and therefore the requirements it has on those integrators. Vaccine shipments to and from the logistics area at Brussels airports are increasing, obviously, with more than 100 flights already, over 40 destinations worldwide, and the number of vaccine shipments is expected to increase further in the coming months. In that sense, it's very clear, and a very clear observation from my part as well, that the specializations that had been chosen at Brussels airports were absolutely the right choice. Pharma, e-commerce, but also perishables are very important uh, levers in the in industry and in during this crisis.
0: You know, Belgium has been uh, has been a pharma hub in terms of manufacturing R&D, and pharma has been a significant portion of uh, BrewCago's uh, volume of business. Uh, and we have seen from, uh, since December last year, we have seen the vaccine movement. Uh, tell us about, uh, What kind of vaccine movement have you seen, the types of vaccines that have moved out? Uh, We have also seen that the Brussels also becoming a hub where cargo comes in from from India, for example, by by Lufthansa and Brussels Airlines and then getting distributed and then onward journey to uh, to African countries' destinations. Tell us about the vaccine movement and what have you been observing on the type of vaccine getting distributed uh, or passing through uh, Brussels airport?
1: Yeah. yeah, I think two main takeaways. You've seen that the investment in the specialization in the past few years really has been paying off, and we're very happy to be able to deploy that expertise and the network that we've built up in the vaccine distribution. Um, so, there's where you see that first vaccine flight worldwide departed really at Brussels airports. And even up until now, more than 30 million vaccines have been transported from, to, and through Brussels airports. And secondly, Obviously we have also several vaccine producers located in Belgium, making Brussels airport one of those main hubs for COVID-19 vaccine transport globally. So now we have daily shipments to and from global destinations and we expect further accelerations obviously in the the coming months on that. We welcome many PAX freight flights for the vaccine transport as well. And several other airlines fly vaccines overseas. Uh, For example, United, Singapore, El Nippon Airways, And we have almost daily smaller shipments with DHL Express. For the moment, what we see is mainly Pfizer vaccines. But we also had some Moderna shipments with Singapore. And we had a first Johnson & Johnson transport with TUI uh, not too long ago. So as I said, we do expect to see that further accelerating in the coming months. And I can only say with the community and the specialization that we've built up you're prepared for that.
0: Good, as you have uh, taken charge of the cargo operations at Brussels, uh, are there any specific priorities for uh, some of your verticals under brew cargo, like pharma, healthcare, vaccine as as particular property, one vertical unit, and perhaps perishables, and animal animal transport? Yeah, definitely. you, You
1: name there are four specializations, and in general, we will first consolidate and anchor what was already there. Clearly, our strategic choice to specialize in pharmaceuticals, perishables, live animals, and e-commerce have once again proved to be the right, right choice, and we will further build upon that as a priority. We will, of course, continue to follow all developments in the pharmaceutical and biotech sector, but also we'll continue to adapt and expand our infrastructure sustainably to accommodate this key sector in our country. I think also you mentioned there last year, and it was a pity that was amidst the Corona crisis. We opened our animal inspection and care center in order to offer the best possible service in the field of animal transport. We already had some shipments coming through, but we definitely are looking forward to see coming through a lot more when travel international travel picks up again. I think it's definitely worthwhile mentioning that as a community, uh, but also as a uh, cargo and Brussels airport, we really had a leading role in our international collaboration with other airports and pharma shippers as part of pharma.iro. And we will be very actively continuing to support that and drive this multidisciplinary collaboration platform. And lastly, in order to further support the growth of, of our network here, of our customers and the community, we will continue to work on the redevelopment of the zone, making the logistic chain at the airport even more efficient and accommodate that growth. We are therefore upgrading our cargo area replacing all the buildings with more modern, energy efficient infrastructure. I mentioned already earlier in my introduction, a very big project on that has had been recently finished with the inauguration of already two buildings on Brook Cargo West. And it's great to see these partners moving into their new buildings and, uh, and taking the benefit of it. So currently we are really looking at other zones in the cargo zone to adapt and redevelop, and in particular address and facilitate the growth at the integrators and e-commerce uh, segment,
0: you know, uh, this is something that we have been noticing in the news coming out of Cargo Cargo's announcement of uh, facilities being set up, new facilities being inaugurated, facilities being upgraded with modern technologies, uh, and you. Practically working with uh, all your partners, like your freight uh, forwarders, Uninagel, expeditors you have the ground handlers like WFS, Westport, and the others. Uh, will that be your priority as you continue in your in your current role? Will that be a priority for you to seek your stakeholders to invest more and enhance the facilities at uh, at the airport for cargo of different uh, different nature and type?
1: Definitely, uh, the community is a top priority and supporting them in their growth. The, the redevelopment as a whole of Brook Cargo Zone is actually part of the Brussels Airport strategy to build back better. As a, and it drives our sustainable uh, sustainability goals. As a leading economic actor in, our, in Belgium, we have the distinct ambition in the field of our sustainability, deploy greener and sustainable recovery for aviation, but also developing our zone with decent work, economic growth, innovation, modern infrastructure, and obviously, great partnerships. So we are planning more investments. Uh, but we do not necessarily need to seek extra funds for that. We have already had it in our plans, and we will just further continue on that journey with the community.
0: I'd like to come to the next two topics, and one of them is the, the community initiative. Brussels Airport has been known to be the leader in getting the air cargo community initiative uh, to significantly enhance the value proposition of the airport. Uh, how do you intend to continue this?
1: Yeah, no, it's a fantastic example of, uh, of the strength what a community community can bring. Uh, with BrewCloud, uh, we have an impressive amount of 12 applications that are used by now, more than 50 of our companies here in the zone. And we'll continue with Air Cargo Belgium and the community on that innovation track. Digitize, fully digitize the way we operate here at, uh, at Brussels Airport and BrewCargo. So we have we have agreed actually on a very specific initiative on the short to mid-term, uh, which we call the digital green lane initiative, and that's the intent of that is to fully run paperless on our landside management process. By doing so, we will eliminate truck waiting times, as one of those examples of how digital solutions can really be an asset to the entire community and sector here uh, at Group Cargo, but. We will go farther than that. We will stay at the forefront of innovation. We will innovate. We will go from what we have today, creating an operational efficiencies, doing on data gathering, to employing that idea and employing latest technologies and innovation to more predictive analysis, intelligence, further anticipate steam of goods, manage processes, cut waiting times, get more streamlined as as an ecosystem overall.
0: You know, one of the highlights of through cloud, and the Brussels airport is also about um, how you are able to create trade lanes between uh, among airports. Uh, you create your community around the Brussels airport, but then you also try to create trade lanes between probably between Brussels airport and Miami or maybe another airport, digital trade lanes. So these are part of your digital transformation strategy at the Brussels airport. How would you, as somebody who is really passionate a bit about digital transformation, how would you like to bring your expertise and bring more strength to uh, the current ini- initiatives at the Brussels airport.
1: Yeah, it was definitely our ambition, my ambition as well to, to remain leading in that role, uh, come and remain the first digital cargo airport, bring that thought leadership to the industry as well, collaborate across uh, borders, uh, because I also feel that by doing so, it makes us as an industry stronger, it makes us as a community stronger and, uh, and in the end, every solution uh, needs to work for every individual airport. It needs to work for them, but it certainly works for us. And I think we will be leading. Uh, we will be leading on that uh, initiative going forward.
0: What are your plans to improve the ranking of uh, Brussels Airport in annual cargo throughput uh, among European airports?
1: Yeah. Very simple. We'll continue doing the good work and the great work that's being done already by, by my team, but also by the partners here on, on, on site and on the cargo zone. We'll remain our focus on our strategy around specializations. And if we do so, and we do the success, we will bring that added value and that quality to the business, the volumes will follow. The strategic choice that we have been made with specialization, digitization, but also the sustainability goals that we've bring forward will bring those results. And I think the proof is there. Last year, we were one of the few airports that even saw the growth in terms of volume. So our goal is to keep gradually growing and keep our annual uh, growth path as we see today.
0: As and when we begin to travel and air cargo exhibitions and conferences return to their physical format, uh, can we expect to see the famous uh, Belgium bar booth the most important networking place in any Air Cargo exhibition floor?
1: Well, absolutely. Uh, This is something that's working, has been working very well, I've heard, uh, but also has been very well appreciated by the industry. And I've all plans to continue with that same concept. I will happily pour our glasses and have a drink together.
0: It was a pleasure talking to you and uh, we like to wish you and your team at Brew Cargo the very best.
1: Thank you very much. It was really great to have the opportunity to introduce myself and very much looking forward to your cooperation.
0: That was uh, Gerd Art, Director of Cargo and Logistics at Brussels Airport. That's it from us at Stat Media Group. We bring cargo masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back on next Monday for a fresh episode. Have a nice day.